Welcome, everybody. Um, and thanks for making the time to join us on today's webinar. We have um, Michael Corton, who is the Business Advisory Manager at Advanced Chartered Accountants. Um, we're going to be talking about business planning today and some of the steps you can take to activate plans to build and grow your business. Welcome, Michael. Um, we've got going? half an hour, so I'll kick off. <laughs> thanks, Michael. Um, we've got half an hour, so I'll kick off. And um, if you've got any questions during the webinar, please put them in the Q&A section um, that you'll see a button for below. And we'll try to answer as many of these as we can further on in the, the webinar. Um, so Michael, just by way of an introduction, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your background? Oh, I've just lost your, are you there? I can hear now. Uh, you've gone very quiet. I'm sorry. It's saying you're on mute, Michael. Oh, no. Sorry. I can hear now. Can you hear me now? Okay. I can. Thanks, Michael. Welcome. Okay. okay. Um, a lot so of I might just, just start again. Um, so welcome, Michael. And um, yeah, by way of introduction, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay. No worries. Um, I just want to start by thanking you and the Alna team for giving me the opportunity to speak to the Alna members today. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Michael and I'm the Business Advisory Manager at Advanced Chartered Accountants. I'm a chartered accountant and I've been in the accounting profession for over 11 years. I've previously worked in Melbourne and the Gold Coast, and I'm currently based in the Fraser Coast region in Queensland. I help business owners build and grow their businesses by providing them with various services such as business planning, cash flow forecasting, and business coaching. Um, I also assist business owners with all their accounting, bookkeeping, and tax compliance needs. Thanks, Michael. Um, so Anna's been working with Advance for several years now. We've been um, talking with members about their accounting, bookkeeping and business planning needs. Um, since you started working with some of our members, over the time, what's stood out for you dealing with news agents and lottery agents as, you know, some of the opportunities maybe to get the back end of their businesses working better for them? Sure. So um, from talking to members, what's really stood out to me is that many of them are taking on extra responsibilities on top of their regular duties to minimize expenses. Like this includes performing various bookkeeping duties, such as reconciling transactions to their point of sale systems, reconciling lotto, processing payroll, and even preparing and lodging their own quarterly BAPs. So these extra duties add up to a significant amount of overtime, much of which goes unpaid. So instead of building relationships with customers, maintaining visual merchandising displays or analyzing stock performance, business owners are juggling the duties of a bookkeeper and an accountant. So not only does time spent on these backend tasks come at a cost of completing the other duties, it typically affects their work-life balance. So what this means is that less and less time is spent with family and friends. However, there are opportunities to reduce their workload so they can free up their time and focus on the business instead of doing these repetitive back office tasks. So, my first suggestion to members would be to use a cloud-based accounting software such as Xero if you're not already on one. If 
It has automatic bank fees, which allow for transactions to flow securely into your software each day. Also, it has the ability um, to set up bank rules for recurring transactions, which just makes reconciling transactions faster and easier. Another suggestion would be to integrate your point of sale solution, sales solution with your accounting software. So point of sales software such as Tower and POS Solutions have the ability to integrate with accounting software such as Zero and Myo. So it's having integration of the two systems just saves you a lot of time by avoiding manual data re-entry between the systems and reduces the chance of making errors with your stock and sales figures. As a result, this improves the accuracy of your reporting that's coming out of your accounting software, which allows you to make better decisions. We also, at Advance, we offer a simple industry standard outsourced bookkeeping solution with a set monthly fee. So it will automate, automate managing your business accounts to give you back um, valuable time so that you can spend that time with your family and your customers instead. Plus, it provides you with clear business reports to make decisions with. It will ensure that you are completely across your numbers and always ready for your account when your next BAS comes around. Fantastic. I don't know um, too many um, small businesses are always ready for their accountant when the best one's around, but anyway, no. hopefully, some of yours, hopefully some of yours are. Well, look, with that in mind, um, you've been assisting us with developing some of the content that we've put into our new Boost Your Business Industry training, especially the Level 2 Compliance module um, and, and um, the more advanced module, the Level 3 Business and Strategic Planning module. Can you share with us how you see this assisting business owners and their teams? How can they use those, th those training modules? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so it was great to give feedback and help develop those modules with Alna. Um, I think the members will get something of value out of each module. With the ones that I was involved with, so the compliance module, um, it builds a valuable knowledge of internal requirements uh, for things such as employment obligations, tax, superannuation, work, health and safety, just to name a few. I think this module gives business owners and their team an understanding of the business expect expectations and government regulations. Um, it also gives them the knowledge to feel confident to enforce and manage these. With the business and strategic planning module, I think um, it will provide business owners and their teams the understanding of the fundamentals of business planning and also how to think strategically to help them maximize the value and direction of their business. Terrific. So I guess with Boost Your Business, those modules is a bit of a starting point for developing your business strategic thinking. If members want to take that to the next level, um, Michael's going to take us through a short presentation of um, a new innovative four-month, I think, accountable business planning program that Advance has put together that members could use to build um, business planning and to grow your business. So, Michael, I might hand over to you to share your screen yep. and um, we'll get stuck into that. Okay. Excellent. All right, can you see my screen? Yep, right. perfect. Okay. Excellent, let's get started. All right, so I wanna to start today by asking, what does success look like to you? In other words, what do you want the business to de deliver to you personally? You're all in business for a reason. Take a moment to think about what you wanted your business to give you when you first started. What did you dream? I lost my notes here. Um, Take a moment to think about what you wanted your business to give you when you first started. What did you dream it would be like? So now think about your current situation. There are four areas I want you to look at. 
The first is your hours of work. Are you working long hours? Are you in a position where you can reduce your working hours to spend more time with your family and still get by financially? The second is your role in the business. Do you find yourself doing most of the everyday tasks? Are there things you do at work that could be done by others to free up your time? The third is the amount of cash you take from the business each week or month. Are you happy with the amount of cash that you're taking from the business? Would the business be able to survive if you withdrew more cash? The last is the holidays you want to take. Are you able to go on holidays when you want and for how long you want? Would your business cope without you physically being there? The important thing to note here is that your business is there to serve you, not the other way around. By defi defining what success means to you personally, it's possible to build a plan around how the business delivers that. So what is a business plan? So a business plan is your guiding document to deliver the business outcomes you dream of. It's the roadmap that defines your goals, explains your strategy, and gives real direction to the everyday running of your business. Creating a business plan is the key part of starting any new business. It guides you through each stage of running your business. However, if you're already in business, it helps you to step back and look at what's working and what you can improve on. So the idea of a business plan can be broken down into four questions. Number one, where are we now? Number two, where do we want to go? Number three, how do we get there? And number four, are we getting there? So I'm just going to talk a little bit about each question. So the first question is, where are we now? Understanding how your business is performing and where your business sits in the market is crucial to, to its success and survival. At least once per year, you should remove yourself from daily operations to take a bird's eye view of your business. This will allow you to see what your competitors are doing, what changes are happening in the market, what technological developments are happening and how the business is functioning. So your business has a lot of moving parts and you need to know what is happening in all of them. You may not have reviewed your marketing for a while, you may not know what your competitors are charging anymore. There may be new products on the market, your website may, might be out of date, or there might be some technological disruption on the horizon. So estimates show that there are only three to 5% of Australian small businesses starting from scratch prepare a business plan. So as a result, only a small number of new business owners know that their business is feasible and have a formal plan to operate that business. So it's no surprise that estimates have shown that one in three new small businesses in Australia fail in their first year of operation. Two out of four fail by the end of the second year and three out of four fail by the fifth year. So the second question is, where do we want to go? Once you know where you want, where you are now, the next step is to set your sights on the future. Do you want to grow, expand, introduce new services or products, or even sell your business? Setting clear targets, goals and objectives that everyone can see and work towards means that in the day-to-day -day running of the business, you make decisions that take you in the right direction. To outsiders, it is often assumed that business owners have very clear ideas about where they want to go, their business to go. But in my experience of interviewing business owners, is that, that, that the answers are vague. The goals need to be specific. So when setting targets for the future, 
one of the targets will probably be focused on sales. So sales should cover all business expenses and provide the owner with a reasonable return. So some things to consider when looking at your sales figures is, has your sales increased or decreased over the years? Are you pricing your products correctly? Are some products selling better than others? And if so, why? Do you receive a higher margin on certain products? If you hire an extra employee, are you getting at least their wage back in additional sales? Or does that extra person mean that you can reduce your own hours, let you have more free time, and or allow you to focus on other business areas? Remember, your time is valuable and mustn't be discounted. The third question is, how do we get there? So roadmaps are not very useful without directions, coordinates, and milestones. So this question addresses the steps and stages involved in achieving business goals. It will need you to, to develop the details such as timeline for activities, milestones, actions for development projects, schedules, plans, and budgets. So I mentioned earlier about the high number of new small businesses that fail in their first few years of operation. The single largest contributor to business failure is financial mismanagement. It's responsible for 32% of all business failures. So the range of problems that combine to make up financial mismanagement include having a lack of business experience, having issues with cash flow, not having enough capital in the business at the start, withdrawing too much cash for per personal purposes, using too much credit, not having a budget, and not having an adequate provision for tax payments. So these factors often merge or shade off one into one another one, leading to something like a chain effect. So a business owner who is eager, eager to avoid these traps should have a formal business plan in place. So the last question is, are we getting there? So the first three questions should be develop, developed in a process of dedicated review, often annually. To make business planning effective, tracking your results against the plan is where the greatest impact is. Working with your plan every month, week, and day is where the results come from. If the plan is not in your diary, then it probably won't happen. So take big picture goals and turn them into weekly and daily tasks so that you can stay on top of them. Check milestones each month, sales targets every week, and tick off projects as per the schedule. If you aren't on course, find, find out why so you can get back on track. So there are many benefits to business planning. For starters, it will help your business identify its goals. Preparing for the future allows you to consider the impact you would like the business to have and to find a way to get there. When a team works together to set goals, it allows everyone to be on the same page, working towards a common shared purpose. A business plan presents an overview of the business's operating and financial condition, as well as a projection of any future activity with the intention of garnering interest and justifying any outside financing for the business. A business plan identifies the resources such as capital, personnel, equipment, inventory and supplies required to achieve the objectives of the business. When a business has a plan in place, leaders are better equipped to handle uncertainties. Planning assists in identifying potential risks or difficulties in your business and planning for those. Plans can be created to handle possible future scenarios so that the business is prepared for any situation. 
A business plan forces you to lay out the framework for consistent and rational decision-making, which align the business's goals. Proper planning allows leaders to grow the business. When a business plan is in place, you can easily review the strengths and weaknesses of the business, which allows you to map out areas in which the business could successfully expand. Having a plan makes it easier to identify opportunities. Finally, you can share your business plan with experts and professionals to provide invaluable advice. So, there are literally thousands of books and articles on the internet about the components of a business plan. So, this is what we consider to be best practice. So, number one, it should have a clear purpose. So, this should be a five to seven word statement that explains why your business exists to your customers. Number two, it should have a clearly articulated vision. So what will your business look like in five years time? Number three, what do you want to achieve? What does your business need to deliver to you? State the hours that you want to work, the holidays you want, and how much money you want to make. Number four is a high level budget. So this helps identify the gross revenue targets for the year, and is based on what you've recorded in the what you want to achieve section. Number five is key performance indicators. So these are things to measure that will make sure you're on track to achieve your goals. For example, sales per day, gross profit, or even the number of days team members are achieving their individual targets. Choose a maximum of five and make sure you can measure them. Number six, opportunities and vulnerabilities. Your business plan needs to identify these so your goals can maximize the opportunities and mitigate any vulnerabilities. Number seven, goals for the year. So make sure these goals are measurable and achievable. They should cascade into day goals with clear actions and a person responsible for each action. It's important to review your business plan regularly to ensure the actions are being completed by the due date and update your 90 goals each quarter. So these are the rules we follow when it comes to developing a business plan. Firstly, all key decision makers should be involved in complete pre-work before the planning session to reflect, prepare, and be heard. We recommend using an independent facilitator to avoid people dominating the discussion and encourage alignment between stakeholders and key team members. Your business plan should be on one page, double-sided. There is no point developing a 30-page business plan just for it to gather dust in the drawer. It needs to be visible at all times to guide decision-making. Share your plan with your team, even if you remove some of that sensitive information. This encourages your team to buy into your vision and align their goals with yours. Report against your, month, your plan monthly to, to monitor progress. Review and update your goals and actions each quarter to ensure you're on track to achieve your annual goals. Do a full review and update your business plan each year. Some things such as your visions and values may not need changing, but take the time to review each section. So there are no surprises here. Every business should have a business plan. But when should you create one? So any time is a good time to develop a business plan. You should definitely create one if you don't have one or have not looked at your old one for a while. Business plans are crucial if you're starting out, contemplating a major change in your existing business or are looking to exit. So your business plan isn't something that you should just set and forget. You should revisit your plan as your business grows. 
and your needs change to evolve your business plan as you go. The best strategy for working with an adaptable plan is to review it regularly. As I mentioned earlier, a business plan should be fully reviewed and updated at least on an annual basis to ensure it remains current. An outdated plan can be the difference between success and failure. So people often start with great intentions after creating their business plan. Then they get busy with their day-to-day tasks. So having an accountability coach will ensure you dedicate time to review your numbers and check that you've taken the actions you need to. Accountability helps you to set aside time to work on your business and complete the actions you set in your business plan. Building better habits for your business. Your accountability coach must be someone independent and they must have the backbone to give you the consequences and inactions of the care to heart, the heart to care. They can't be afraid to upset you when you need a dose of accountability and they need to care about you achieving the goals you set. You must have clearly documented actions with due dates to ensure you have a deadline to work towards. There must be consequences for inactions. If you keep failing to complete your actions, something is broken and it's likely you have the wrong person holding you to account. So we can help you to develop a business plan for your business. What we offer is a two two hour planning session. So these sessions are conducted over two separate days. These sessions are conducted by video conferencing. So we can help you develop your business plan no matter where you're located. During the session, we will review your past performance and clarify your future direction. You'll end up setting solid and realistic goals and define strategies for achievement. At the end of the two sessions, you'll have a clear and concise business plan, which will act as a guide map for you and your team for the next 12 months to successfully implement your desired changes. It will ensure your business is on track to success. We'll also provide you with accountability and support to keep you on target towards achieving the goals you set out in your business plan. That's why we're offering a monthly catch-up conducted over video conferencing for four months following the two sessions. This is all included in the price of the business planning session. We're doing this because we want to ensure the business plan remains a living, working document that acts as a filter through which decisions are made. So you're probably wondering how much it costs. So the cost of both business planning sessions and four monthly accountability meetings is $2,000 for USD. We also offer flexible payment terms including monthly payments of $400 plus GST over five months. So I just want to leave you with some final questions to ask yourself in relation to your business goals. As I discussed today, a business plan sets you up for success. To ensure you're on the right path, you need to be able to answer yes to these questions. Do you have a current business plan? Do you look at it regularly? Have you set realistic and measurable goals? Do you have clear strategies to achieve your goals? Do you regularly review your goals in regards to changing circumstances? If you're not able to answer yes to these questions, then please get in touch with me and the team at Advance so we can work together to create an effective business plan and achieve your goals. Thanks, Thanks, Michael. That was um, excellent. Some really good tips there. And... um, 
I apologize everybody that we're up against a little bit with the internet I think today um, with all the bad weather on the east coast of Australia um, we had a few little sort of audio dropouts there but hopefully everybody got the um, the gist of everything um, if anybody's got any questions please put them in the Q&A tab down the bottom but I've got one um, already which is around um, what documentation do you need to start the process? Um, so a good starting point um, is looking having your cost and loss and balance sheet for the last 12 months. So then that will give you an idea of what the sales are, your cost of sales and how your profitability is going. Um, you can use the figures from your, um, from your cost and loss and balance sheet um, to start with doing a high level budget in, in your business plan. Um, prior to actually doing the business plan, as I mentioned before, having pre-work, so documenting your goals for the future, your objectives, um, where you see the business going in the next five years, and having all that before you actually go into the meeting will at least give you a bit of an idea of where you want the business to go and get you sort of thinking about those ideas early on. Thanks. And so just like just your last year's um, profit and loss? Or... Yeah, so, so the last 12, last 12 months um, yep. would be ideal. That, at least that most recent one that you, you have on hand. Yeah, yeah. And uh, another question was, um, how much time per week um, would you need to establish, a, a, like once you've got a business plan established, mm -hmm. um, how much time per week would you normally allocate to managing your business plan? Is it like half an hour, an hour a week? Yeah, it, it wouldn't be that long. Um, yeah. As long as you do it weekly, regularly, you check you know, your goals that you set for the quarter, um, and how you're going with that, and then you can track that each week. But the main thing is about keeping it, uh, you know, front front of mind that you don't want to just chuck it in the drawer and never look at it again. You yeah, I like. I really like that idea around the accountability of it because, um, I mean, one thing when I had my own small businesses that I was very aware of was becoming store blind. Um, and I remember somebody talked to me about that very early on in the piece, and it's always stuck with me that you do, like it's so easy to become just so fixated with all of the day-to-days and dealing with the customers that you become completely oblivious to really sort of what's going on around you sometimes and seeing seeing the store the same way other people see the store. And I liked how you sort of talked about also, you know, seeing your local community or your local market area um, and really, you know, having a really solid look at, at what is going on around you. Because I think um, sometimes we sort of make all sorts of assumptions based on the day-to-days, but sometimes you've just got to step outside the normal and go and have a really good hard look around. And I think that's what sort of, to me, what business planning really is about. It's about making sure that there's a process around some of those mechanisms for actually, you know, sense checking, am I competitive? Um, you know, how am I performing against my competitors, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, um, I think that's, that's really good. Um, there's just a note on here from Dean that um, any members who um, maybe want to um, have a chat to Michael, you can contact your um, outer general manager and um, we can get Michael to get in contact with you. Or you can look at Michael's contact details, which you can get on the screen <laughs> for <leave> that up. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you very much, Michael. That's been really, really good. Um, I don't think don't think there's any other questions for us and we're just nearly on um on um the end of the hour so was there anything else that you wanted to share with us um i've really found that really interesting 
um, all of the um, the tips that you've shared through that. No worries, no, it's been great. Thank you for having me on today. Excellent. Well, look, thank you, Michael, and I'm sure we'll be able to get you on again. Um, it'd be really good to see um, to see some members, um, you know, really um, moving forward with some business planning, and um, certainly encourage everybody to have a look at those um, the business and strategic management. Um, module on boost your business first is a good starting point to um to I suppose um, inspire you a little bit around this area and then when you want to take it to the next step um, or the next level um, please encourage you to contact um, Michael or any of your owner GMs um, to have a have a chat around how we can help you and I think another point that I think you made which I think is really good is like this is a great process to undertake at the beginning of your business journey um, when you want to make changes in your business and really importantly when you're preparing your business for sale or you've got a strategic plan around selling your business in the next couple of years um, a really good piece of business planning around processes and other things can really set your business up for a much more successful sale outcome so um, definitely encourage you to do that and thank you again for your time again today Michael. Thank you very much. Welcome everybody um, and thanks for making the time to join us on today's webinar. We have um, Michael Corton, who is the Business Advisory Manager at Advanced Chartered Accountants. Um, we're going to be talking about business planning today and some of the steps you can take to activate plans to build and grow your business. Welcome, Michael. Um, we've got half an hour, so I'll kick off. <laughs> thanks, Michael. Um, we've got half an hour, so I'll kick off. And um, if you've got any questions during the webinar, please put them in the Q and A section um, that you'll see a button for below, and we'll try to answer as many of these as we can further on in the the webinar. Um, so, Michael, just by way of an introduction, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your background? Oh, I've just lost your. Are you there? I can hear now. Uh, you've gone very quiet. I'm sorry. It's saying you're on mute, Michael. Um... Oh, no. Sorry. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now, okay? I can. Thanks, Michael. Welcome. Okay. okay. Um, a lot so of I, might just start, I might just start again. Um, so welcome, Michael. And um, yeah, by way of introduction, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay, no worries. Um, I just want to start by thanking you and the Alna team for giving me the opportunity to speak to the Alna members today. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Michael, and I'm the Business Advisory Manager at Advanced Chartered Accountants. I'm a chartered accountant and I've been in the accounting profession for over 11 years. I've previously worked in Melbourne and the Gold Coast, and I'm currently based in the Fraser Coast region in Queensland. I help business owners build and grow their businesses by providing them with various services such as business planning, cash flow forecasting, and business coaching. Um, I also assist business owners with all their accounting, bookkeeping, and tax compliance needs. Thanks, Michael. Um, so, Anna has been working with Advance for several years now. We've been um, talking with members about their accounting, bookkeeping, and business planning needs. 
Um, since you started working with some of our members over the time, what's stood out for you dealing with news agents and lottery agents as you know some of the opportunities maybe to get the back end of their businesses working better for them? Sure. So um, from talking to members, what's really stood out to me is that many of them are taking on extra responsibilities on top of their regular duties to minimise expenses. Like this includes performing various bookkeeping duties, such as reconciling transactions to their point of sale systems, reconciling lotto, processing payroll, and even preparing and lodging their own quarterly BAPs. So these extra duties add up to a significant amount of overtime, much of which goes unpaid. So instead of building relationships with customers, maintaining visual merchandising displays or analyzing stock performance, business owners are juggling the duties of a bookkeeper and an accountant. So not only does time spent on these backend tasks come at a cost of completing the other duties, it typically affects their work-life balance. So what this means is that less and less time is spent with family and friends. However, there are opportunities to reduce their workload so they can free up their time and focus on the business instead of doing these repetitive back office tasks. So my first suggestion to members would be to use a cloud-based accounting software such as Xero if you're not already on one. If it has automatic bank fees, which allow for transactions to flow securely into your software each day. Also, it has the ability um, to set up bank rules for recurring transactions, which just makes reconciling transactions faster and easier. Another suggestion would be to integrate your point of sale solution, sales solution with your accounting software. So point of sales software such as Tower and POS Solutions have the ability to integrate with accounting software such as Zero and Myo. So it's having integration of the two systems just saves you a lot of time by avoiding manual data re-entry between the systems and reduces the chance of making errors with your stock and sales figures. As a result, this improves the accuracy of your reporting that's coming out of your accounting software which allows you to make better decisions. We also, at Advance, we offer a simple industry standard outsource bookkeeping solution with a set monthly fee. So it will automate, automate managing your business accounts to give you back um, valuable time so that you can spend that time with your family and your customers instead. Plus it provides you clear business reports to make decisions with. It will ensure that you are completely across your numbers and always ready for your account when your next BAS comes around. Fantastic. I don't know um, too many um, small businesses are always ready for their accountant when the best one's around, but anyway, no. hopefully, some of yours, hopefully some of yours are. Well, look, with that in mind, um, you've been assisting us with developing some of the content that we've put into our new Boost Your Business Industry training, especially the Level 2 Compliance module um, and, and um, the more advanced module, the Level 3 Business and Strategic Planning module. Can you share with us how you see this assisting business owners and their teams? How can they use those, th those training modules? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so it was great to give feedback and help develop those modules with Alna. Um, I think the members will get something of value out of each module. With the ones that I was involved with, so the compliance module, um, it builds a valuable knowledge of internal requirements uh, for things such as employment obligations, tax, superannuation, work, health and safety, just to name a few. I think this module gives business owners and their team an understanding of the business expect expectations and government regulations. Um, it also gives them the knowledge to feel confident to enforce and manage these. With the business and strategic planning module, I think um, it will provide business owners and their teams the understanding of the fundamentals of business planning 
and also how to think strategically to help them maximize the value and direction of their business. Terrific. So I guess with Boost Your Business, those modules is a bit of a starting point for developing your business strategic thinking. If members want to take that to the next level, um, Michael's going to take us through a short presentation of um, a new innovative four-month, I think, accountable business planning program that Advance has put together that members could use to build um, business planning and to grow your business. So, Michael, I might hand over to you to share your screen yep. and um, we'll get stuck into that. Okay. Excellent. All right, can you see my screen? Yep, perfect. Okay. Excellent, let's get started. All right, so I wanna to start today by asking, what does success look like to you? In other words, what do you want the business to deliver to you personally? You're all in business for a reason. Take a moment to think about what you wanted your business to give you when you first started. What did you dream? Um, take a moment to think about what you wanted your business to give you when you first started. What did you dream it would be like? So now think about your current situation. There are four areas I want you to look at. The first is your hours of work. Are you working long hours? Are you in a position where you can reduce your working hours to spend more time with your family and still get by financially? The second is your role in the business. Do you find yourself doing most of the everyday tasks? Are there things you do at work that could be done by others to free up your time? The third is the amount of cash you take from the business each week or month. Are you happy with the amount of cash that you're taking from the business? Would the business be able to survive if you withdrew more cash? The last is the holidays you want to take. Are you able to go on holidays when you want and for how long you want? Would your business cope without you physically being there? The important thing to note here is that your business is there to serve you not the other way around. By defi defining what success means to you personally, it's possible to build a plan around how the business delivers that. So what is a business plan? So a business plan is your guiding document to deliver the business outcomes you dream of. It's the roadmap that defines your goals, explains your strategy, and gives real direction to the everyday running of your business. Creating a business plan is key part of starting any new business. It guides you through each stage of running your business. However, if you're already in business, it helps you to step back and look at what's working and what you can improve on. So the idea of a business plan can be broken down into four questions. Number one, where are we now? Number two, where do we want to go? Number three, how do we get there? And number four, are we getting there? So I'm just going to talk a little bit about each question. So the first question is, where are we now? Understanding how your business is performing and where your business sits in the market is crucial to, to its success and survival. At least once per year, you should remove yourself from daily operations to take a bird's eye view of your business. This will allow you to see what your competitors are doing, what changes are happening in the market, what technological developments are happening and how the business is functioning. So your business has a lot of moving parts and you need to know what is happening in all of them. You may not have reviewed your marketing for a while, you may not know what your competitors are charging anymore. There may be new products on the market. 
your website may, might be out of date, or there might be some technological disruption on the horizon. So estimates show that there are only three to 5% of Australian small businesses starting from scratch prepare a business plan. So as a result, only a small number of new business owners know that their business is feasible and have a formal plan to operate that business. So it's no surprise that estimates have shown that one in three new small businesses in Australia fail in their first year of operations. Two out of four fail by the end of the second year and three out of four fail by the fifth year. So the second question is, where do we want to go? Once you know where you, want, where you are now, the next step is to set your sights on the future. You want to grow, expand, introduce new services or products, or even sell your business. Setting clear targets, goals and objectives that everyone can see and work towards means that in the day-to-day -day running of the business, you make decisions that take you in the right direction. To outsiders, it is often assumed that business owners have very clear ideas about where they want to go, their business to go. But in my experience of interviewing business owners, is that the, that the answers are vague. The goals need to be specific. So when setting targets for the future, one of the targets will probably be focused on sales. So sales should cover all business expenses and provide the owner with a reasonable return. So some things to consider when looking at your sales figures is, has your sales increased or decreased over the years? Are you pricing your products correctly? Are some products selling better than others? And if so, why? Do you receive a higher margin on certain products? If you hire an extra employee, are you getting at least their wage back in additional sales? Or does that extra person mean that you can reduce your own hours, let you have more free time, and or allow you to focus on other business areas? Remember, your time is valuable and mustn't be discounted. The third question is, how do we get there? So roadmaps are not very useful without directions, coordinates, and milestones. So this question addresses the steps and stages involved in achieving business goals. It will need you to, to develop the details such as timeline for activities, milestones, actions for development projects, schedules, plans, and budgets. So I mentioned earlier about the high number of new small businesses that fail in their first few years of operation. The single largest contributor to business failure is financial mismanagement. It's responsible for 32% of all business failures. So the range of problems that combine to make up financial mismanagement include having a lack of business experience, having issues with cash flow, not having enough capital in the business at the start, withdrawing too much cash for per personal purposes, using too much credit, not having a budget, and not having an adequate provision for tax payments. So these factors often merge or shade off one into one another one, leading to something like a chain effect. So a business owner who is eager, eager to avoid these traps should have a formal business plan in place. So the last question is, are we getting there? So the first three questions should be develop, developed in a process of dedicated review, often annually. To make business planning effective, tracking your results against the plan is where the greatest impact is. Working with your plan every month, week, and day is where the results come from. 
If the plan is not in your diary, then it probably won't happen. So take big picture goals and turn them into weekly and daily tasks so that you can stay on top of them. Check milestones each month, sales targets every week, and tick off projects as per the schedule. If you aren't on course, find, find out why so you can get back on track. So there are many benefits to business planning. For starters, it will help your business identify its goals. Preparing for the future allows you to consider the impact you would like the business to have and to find a way to get there. When a team works together to set goals, it allows everyone to be on the same page, working towards a common shared purpose. A business plan presents an overview of the business's operating and financial condition, as well as a projection of any future activity with the intention of garnering interest and justifying any outside financing for the business. A business plan identifies the resources such as capital, personnel, equipment, inventory and supplies required to achieve the objectives of the business. When a business has a plan in place, leaders are better equipped to handle uncertainties. Planning assists in identifying potential risks or difficulties in your business and planning for those. Plans can be created to handle possible future scenarios so that the business is prepared for any situation. A business plan forces you to lay out the framework for consistent and rational decision-making, which align the business's goals. Proper planning allows leaders to grow the business. When a business plan is in place, you can easily review the strengths and weaknesses of the business, which allows you to map out areas in which the business could successfully expand. Having a plan makes it easier to identify opportunities. Finally, you can share your business plan with experts and professionals to provide invaluable advice. So, there are literally thousands of books and articles on the internet about the components of a business plan. So, this is what we consider to be best practice. So, number one, it should have a clear purpose. So, this should be a five to seven word statement that explains why your business exists for your customers. Number two, it should have a clearly articulated vision. So what will your business look like in five years time? Number three, what do you want to achieve? What does your business need to deliver to you? State the hours that you want to work, the holidays you want, and how much money you want to make. Number four is a high level budget. So this helps identify the gross revenue targets for the year, and is based on what you've recorded in the what you want to achieve section. Number five is key performance indicators. So these are things to measure that will make sure you're on track to achieve your goals. For example, sales per day, gross profit, or even the number of days team members are achieving their individual targets. Choose a maximum five and make sure you can measure them. Number six, opportunities and vulnerabilities. Your business plan needs to identify these so your goals can maximize the opportunities and mitigate any vulnerabilities. Number seven, goals for the year. So make sure these goals are measurable and achievable. They should cascade into day goals with clear actions and a person responsible for each action. It's important to review your business plan regularly to ensure the actions are being completed by the due date and update your 90 goals each quarter. So these are the rules we follow when it comes to developing a business plan. Firstly, all key decision makers should be involved in complete pre-work before the planning session to reflect, prepare, and be heard. We recommend using an independent facilitator 
to avoid people dominating the discussion and encourage alignment between stakeholders and key team members. Your business plan should be on one page, double-sided. There is no point developing a 30-page business plan just for it to gather dust in the drawer. It needs to be visible at all times to guide decision-making. Share your plan with your team, even if you remove some of that sensitive information. This encourages your team to buy into your vision and align their goals with yours. Report against your, month, your plan monthly to, to monitor progress. Review and update your goals and actions each quarter to ensure you're on track to achieve your annual goals. Do a full review and update your business plan each year. Some things such as your visions and values may not need changing, but take the time to review each section. So there are no surprises here. Every business should have a business plan. But when should you create one? So any time is a good time to develop a business plan. You should definitely create one if you don't have one or have not looked at your old one for a while. Business plans are crucial if you're starting out, contemplating a major change in your existing business or are looking to exit. So your business plan isn't something that you should just set and forget. You should revisit your plan as your business grows and your needs change to evolve your business plan as you go. The best strategy for working with an adaptable plan is to review it regularly. As I mentioned earlier, a business plan should be fully reviewed and updated at least on an annual basis to ensure it remains current. An outdated plan can be the difference between success and failure. So people often start with great intentions after creating their business plan. Then they get busy with their day-to-day -day tasks. So having an accountability coach will ensure you dedicate time to review your numbers and check that you've taken the actions you need to. Accountability helps you to set aside time to work on your business and complete the actions you set in your business plan. Building better habits for your business. Your accountability coach must be someone independent and they must have the backbone to give you the consequences and inactions of the care to heart, the heart to care. They can't be afraid to upset you when you need a dose of accountability and they need to care about you achieving the goals you set. You must have clearly documented actions with due dates to ensure you have a deadline to work towards. There must be consequences for inaction. If you keep failing to complete your actions, something is broken and it's likely you have the wrong person holding you to account. So we can help you to develop a business plan for your business. What we offer is a two, two hour planning session. So these sessions are conducted over two separate days. These sessions are conducted by video conferencing, so we can help you develop your business plan no matter where you're located. During the session, we will review your past performance and clarify your future direction. You'll end up setting solid and realistic goals and define strategies for achievement. At the end of the two sessions, you'll have a clear and concise business plan which will act as a guide map for you and your team for the next 12 months to successfully implement your desired change. It will ensure your business is on track to success. We'll also provide you with accountability and support to keep you on target towards achieving the goals you set out in your business plan. That's why we're offering a monthly catch-up conducted over video conferencing for four months following the two sessions. This is all included in the price of the business planning session. 
We're doing this because we want to ensure the business plan remains a living, working document that acts as a filter through which decisions are made. So you're probably wondering how much it costs. So the cost of both business planning sessions and four monthly accountability meetings, $2,000 for your state. We also offer flexible payment terms, including monthly payments of $400 plus GST over five months. So I just wanna leave you with some final questions to ask yourself in relation to your business goals. As I discussed today, a business plan sets you up for success. To ensure you're on the right path, you need to be able to answer yes to these questions. Do you have a current business plan? you look at it regularly? Have you set realistic and measurable goals? Do you have clear strategies to achieve your goals? Do you regularly review your goals in regards to changing circumstances? If you're not able to answer yes to these questions, then please get in touch with me and the team in advance so we can work together to create an effective business plan and achieve your goals. All Thanks. Right. Thanks, Michael. That was um, excellent. Some really good tips there. And um, I, I apologise, everybody, that we're up against a little bit with the internet, I think, today, um, with all the bad weather on the east coast of Australia. Um, we had a few little sort of audio dropouts there, but hopefully everybody got the, um, the gist of everything. Um, if anybody's got any questions, please put them in the Q&A tab down the bottom. But I've got one um, already, which is around um, what documentation do you need to start the process? Um, so a good starting point um, is looking having your profit and loss and balance sheet for the last 12 months. So then that will give you an idea of what your sales are, your cost of sales, and how your profitability is going. Um, you can use the figures from your, um, from your profit and loss and balance sheet um, to start with doing a high-level budget in, in your business plan. Um, prior to actually doing the business plan, as I mentioned before, having pre-work, so documenting your goals for the future, your objectives, um, where you see the business going in the next five years, and having all that before you actually go into the meeting will at least give you a bit of an idea of where you want the business to go and get you sort of thinking about those ideas early on. Thanks. And so just like just your last year's um, profit and loss? Or... Yeah, so, so the last 12, last 12 months um, yep. would be ideal. That, at least that most recent one that you, you have on hand. Yeah, yeah. And uh, another question was, um, how much time per week um, would you need to establish, a, a, like once you've got a business plan established, mm -hmm. um, how much time per week would you normally allocate to managing your business plan? Is it like half an hour, an hour a week? Yeah, it, it wouldn't be that long. Um, yeah. As long as you do it weekly, regularly, you check you know, your goals that you set for the quarter, um, and how you're going with that, and then you can track that each week. But the main thing is about keeping it, uh, you know, front front of mind that you don't want to just chuck it in the drawer and never look at it again. You yeah, I like. I really like that idea around the accountability of it because, um, I mean, one thing when I had my own small businesses that I was very aware of was becoming store blind. Um, and I remember somebody talked to me about that very early on in the piece, and it's always stuck with me that you do like it's so easy to become just so fixated with all of the day-to-days and dealing with the customers that you become completely oblivious to really sort of what's going on around you sometimes and seeing 
seeing the store the same way other people see the store. And I liked how you sort of talked about also, you know, seeing your local community or your local market area um, and really, you know, having a really solid look at, at what is going on around you. Because I think um, sometimes we sort of make all sorts of assumptions based on the day-to-days, but sometimes you've just got to step outside the normal and go and have a really good hard look around. And I think that's what sort of, to me, what business planning really is about. It's about making sure that there's a process around some of those mechanisms for actually, you know, sense checking, am I competitive? Um, you know, how am I performing against my competitors, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, um, I think that's, that's really good. Um, there's just a note on here from Dean that um, any members who um, maybe want to um, have a chat to Michael, you can contact your um, outer general manager and um, we can get Michael to get in contact with you. Or you can look at Michael's contact details, which you can get on the screen <laughs> for it. That up. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Michael. That's been really, really good. Um, I don't think don't think there's any other questions for us and we're just nearly on um on um the end of the hour so was there anything else that you wanted to share with us um i've really found that really interesting um all of the um the tips that you've shared through that no worries no, it's been great thank you for having me on today excellent well look thank you michael and i'm sure we'll be able to get you on again um it'd be really good to see um to see some members, um, you know, really um, moving forward with some business planning and um, certainly encourage everybody to have a look at those, um, the business and strategic management um, module on Boost Your Business First is a good starting point to, um, to I suppose, um, inspire you a little bit around this area. And then when you want to take it to the next step um, or the next level, um, please encourage you to contact um, Michael or any of your other GMs um, to have a, have a chat around how we can help you. And I think another point that I think you made, which I think is really good, is like this is a great process to undertake at the beginning of your business journey um, when you want to make changes in your business. And really importantly, when you're preparing your business for sale or you've got a strategic plan around selling your business in the next couple of years, um, a really good piece of business planning around processes and other things can really set your business up for a much more successful sale outcome. So um, definitely encourage you to do that. And thank you again for your time again today, Michael. Thank you. Thanks very much.